Hey, everybody, it's Andrea. Before we start today's show, I have a super quick announcement to share with all of you. Beginning in April, I'm going to be launching a series of college to career live weekend boot camps to help graduating seniors as well as juniors who are confused about what jobs or careers they might want to pursue when they graduate. So imagine going from confused to confident with at least three different career options you'd be psyched to explore by the end of day one of the boot camp. And then learning the tools, tactics, and the strategies to find those jobs by the end of day two. The boot camp is live and it's led by me over Zoom. And you can learn more about it at College to Career Academy. That's college, the number two, career dot academy. Or you can just look me up on LinkedIn and check out the featured section of my LinkedIn page. I can't imagine a better graduation gift for the college students in your life. Thanks so much for listening, and I know you're going to enjoy my next incredible guest. Hi there, I'm Andrea Koppel, and it's time for coffee, the podcast where you get to hear firsthand what the jobs and careers that interest you the most are really like. Hey there, Java junkies. Welcome to another K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. By the way, K-Cups come in three sizes, single, double, and triple shots, or roughly one minute, five minutes, or 10 minutes in length. So if you don't have time to throw back an entire caffeinated career conversation, these K-Cup mini episodes of T4C can give you a quick caffeinated fix, whether you're on the go or you only have a few minutes to binge. So grab your mug and take a chug, because it's time for a caffeinated career double shot K-Cup with my guest, Paul Schlater. So I have to ask you, because come on. Co-founder yeah. of Birch Coffee. Yes. What have you been brewing up recently? What's your favorite? I know you said cold brew has been kind of your go-to, but when you're kind of hankering for a hot coffee, what's your that's, favorite? That's a fair question. And actually, I know for certain you've heard this before because I've heard interviews where you've heard this before. But asking a coffee person which coffee is their favorite is like asking, so which child is the best one? Which one <laughs> would you like? And that's very much the case. Depending on the time of day, I will gravitate towards a Brazil, something from our partners in Carmo Geminis. I will uh, get a, have a coffee there in the morning just because it's balanced, low acidity, very easy to drink, still with some complexity. And in the afternoon, I like to have a yoga chef, coffee from Ethiopia, just because bright, acidic, floral, fruity, much more complex and a lot brighter. And I like brighter coffees later in the day. Yeah. And honestly, I have no idea how that translates to taste, but we can probably touch on that later in the interview. Yeah, absolutely. Would love so to. before we get into what you do as a roaster extraordinaire, I thought it might be useful for our viewers and our listeners to get a better sense of what birch coffee is. What is it for those who haven't been to New York City, haven't mm -hmm. tried a birch coffee? I know that you are actually online so people can order it. But what mm -hmm. sets birch coffee, especially your cafes, apart from the bazillion other 
coffee institutions, coffee cafes that are all over the city. Our commitment to service and to getting your order correct 100% of the time. I like to kind of to set the table this way. When you go to a restaurant, right, and you order a meal, ordinarily you're, you're given a menu. No matter, no matter the restaurant, you're given a menu, your order is taken, food is brought, you eat your food, the food is removed, and you pay and then you leave, right? There should be some conversation with an individual, perhaps in that, in that space. I'm going to make an assumption that what defines the best place that you've eaten at from the worst place that you've eaten at is the level of service within that mm-hmm. space, right? So for us, making sure that you are taking care of 100%, 100% of the time is that's the goal. And if that doesn't happen, then we haven't done our job. So that is the, the, the key definer with, with us. And what about the vibe in a Birch mm-hmm. coffee shop? So as you would, you would see in the, the majority of, of coffee shops, there's a focus on great music. There is a, a focus on you know, music that sets the tone for what's happening in, in that space. And if it's raining, we'll have on specific music. If it's you know, bright, we'll have on specific music. So that being one element of it, and then there will be someone smiling, greeting you when you walk in. And again, 100% of the time, that will be the case when you're coming into our stores or we haven't done our job. That is beautiful. That is wonderful. I love it. What was it about coffee, Paul, that Mm -hmm attracted you and Jeremy into this space? Like, why wasn't it bagels or a bakery? I know that you went to a coffee convention in DC Mm -hmm. called Coffee Fest that kind of rocked your world. But you were already kind of moving in that direction. Yeah. Well, Jeremy had been working on a coffee shop concept for, for some period of time. And he was digging in, looking to, he wanted to, to make it happen. I, I was looking to, to start a business. And it didn't really matter to me what that was. I wanted to be a part of something bigger than what I was doing. And, you know, I remember going up to Jeremy, and I, I kind of like to make this, to kind of draw this parallel. When you're a kid and you, you have a friend that's going to go to the beach, but you really want to go to the beach, you go, hey, can I go to the beach with you? That's kind of what I did with Jeremy. He said, you're, you're starting a business? Hey, would you like someone to start a business with you? And he was kind enough to completely say, nope, I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> right. First, he kind of blew first, you off. <laughs> first, first few times, it's like, nah, he's like, I got this. Uh, and then one day that shifted. And, and then we just started you know, digging in you know, further together. Coffee specifically was interesting because I had recently started going to a, a small coffee chain in, in New York City and I had never had specialty coffee before and I had it there and it was fantastic and I wanted more of that and I wanted to be a part of that. And then as as you said, going to to DC, the you know the kind of the white light or the aha moment was getting a an Ethiopian Amaro Gallo served on a I don't know if you've ever seen Starbucks bought the patent to these. And then they now they have them in all of their stores. And it's called a clover. 
and it's a single, it's a single cup brewer, but it's, it's, it's like the size of a desk. It's really large and it makes no sense economically for like small businesses. But I had this Amaro Gallo served on this, this clover and it was hands down the best cup of coffee that I had to, to that period of time. And that was it. I was like, this is what I want to do. I want to understand why this tastes so good. And I want to do this better. And that's it. This is what I want to do. And that was, that was it for me. I was, I was off of the races and I just, I could not, I could not get that out of my head. Thanks for tuning in to this K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to Time for Coffee, where the professionals in the jobs that most interest you always have time to grab coffee 24-7, no matter where you live. I have one quick favor to ask you. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Time for Coffee. Thanks so much.